ArchD 1079 Life. I'm Amelia, here with Sarah and James at Marymount College down at Hope. It's great to be back. So, how are things going? Fantastic. Really good. I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. What are you doing with your time these days? Besides everything, we're talking a little bit about this before. You're like, your dance card's very full. <laughs> In addition to everything you're doing, you're not doing dance as well, are you? Yeah. <gasps> really? <laughs> yeah, I dance. So what what is it you do in a week now? Like what does your extracurricular activities look like? Um, so I debate. I have violin, piano. I do string ensemble. Um, violin is separate from string ensemble, so of I course. have two different lessons during the week. I dance. I have wakakiri. I'm an enviro leader, part of the CIA. What does that stand for here? Catholic Identity Ambassador. I know, not okay. it's not Police. as cool as the America Secret Police thing. I don't know, I reckon it sounds cooler. We do no. get to do some pretty cool things. Do you get things. a badge? Yeah. We I'm with the CIA, badge. check yeah, me out. Yeah, We do some pretty cool things, like we do mentoring yeah. at some places. So we have this program called Journey to Emmaus for the year fives in the Catholic region, which we're going to be talking about in just a second. And we've got tons of other things to talk about too, including Japanese exchange students, traveling, debating, and the pros and cons of social media. We have tons of great music by Beaver and Getter, Zara Larson and Imagine Dragons. But right now, this is Way Down by Kaleo. You're listening to ArchD 1079 Life. That was Justin Bieber and David Getter. You're listening to ArchD 1079 Life. Toby Mack and Zara Larson up in the next 10 minutes. Let's talk about Journey to Emmaus. Let's. (laughs) So this is a program that Marymount runs or all of the senior schools in this area run? No, it's not the senior schools. It's actually the... It's, It's Holly and Dylan. Oh, Holly and Dylan. Yeah. Holly Roberts and Dylan Barnes. Yeah. Yes. And so they are the youth ministers. Yeah. And they organise Journey to Emmaus. And so Journey to Emmaus is where all the Catholic schools in the region come together from year five classes and they get to know each other preparing for middle school because in this kind of area there's sort of all the schools are kind of joined together in this area called the southern cluster aren't they it's mm-hmm. all part of all these yeah. groups together it's like about four or five different primary schools yeah and uh you've got marymount as the all girls middle school yeah. and there's also a middle a boys middle school as well mm-hmm. sacred you're going to be combining at some point yeah. Soon-ish. yeah yeah 2019 okay so not far away no not, not far away. away at all so you guys are both mentors for for this so yes. you're both in year seven yes so how do you come to be mentors for something like this Sarah so it kind of first started um I think Amelia and I were both part of the CIA and we were kind of just doing some things in and around the school doing some community service and um I think it all started when Miss Jonas sent us an email saying, we want you to come help out with a fun run that all the year fives are doing. And we were like, okay, this sounds like a good idea. And from there, it kind of just expanded. And she told us that she wanted us to come back and do Journey to Emmaus. So these year fives from other primary schools, and you just kind of, you were there providing a helping hand. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Amelia, we're talking a little bit about what... Um, being a mentor means um, so it's more than just simply wanting to help out you're sort of looking at yeah. mentoring as as kind of a future pathway for the things that you want to achieve yep so I take it as a leadership experience so I love helping other people and helping just the community and when I'm older I really want to make a difference whether it's in a wider branch like Australia or just in a few people's lives just changing someone's way of thinking and 
stuff like that. If you could imagine something that you think you'd really like to do in a leadership way, like ideally, if you could choose your ideal sort of leadership role, what sort of thing would that be? Well, it would actually be teaching. I really want to be a teacher when I'm older. My mum's a teacher and I just love kids and helping out and stuff like that. So in the school holidays, we get three weeks and the other schools get two weeks. I go in for the third week in the reception classes and just help out in their reception really? class and you help know what? them, the students you that need I more work. Funny? I do the same thing. Do you really? I do it at my sister's school, yeah. That's it. Did you guys know that you each did that? I knew that Amelia did, I but I don't think Amelia did that, that either. But yeah, I just go through stuff with the kids, like do word testing and then help out with the students that need extra help. Or Is this like your mum's class that you help this with? This isn't my mum's class, it's the reception class. Okay. Yeah. And what was what attracts you to this whole idea of mentorship, Sarah? From my personal experience, being someone who um, is extremely busy, running around all the time, um, I do lack some organisation skills and my time management oh, skills. Oh, same here, man. Same here. <laughs> my time management. It hasn't gotten better with age, though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> my time management skills aren't so great either. So some nights I'll be up very late doing homework because you know, mm. um, <laughs> lots of homework. <laughs> but um. I feel like this te- this um, kind of gets me motivated to teach kids that you don't have to be a perfect image and you don't always you don't have to have your life in order. You don't have to know what you want to do in like ten years. You don't have to do what other people tell you to do. You don't so, have to have it mapped out. Yeah, you don't have to have your entire life planned ahead of you. You don't have to have someone else tell you what you can and can't do. Well, I think that the group of young kids that you're going to have with you guys are so lucky that they're going to have two people like you guys leading them through this whole journey. So good luck with it all. Hope it goes really well. Thank you. Up next, we'll be talking about Japanese exchange students. I've got one with me at the moment. Travelling, debating and social media. We also have music from Jess, Malboy and Zara Larson. But right now, you're listening to the new song from Toby Mac and Holland. You're listening to ArchD 1079 Live. At Zara Larson and Clean Bandit, you're listening to ArchD 1079 Live. Jess, Malboy and Bianca on the way in the next 10 minutes. Now, Japanese exchange students... Sounds a bit random jumping out of nowhere, but you have one with you at the moment because I they're here do. at the school. Yes, I do. So she's from Tokyo. What's her name? Yuka. Okay. And so we first got into having a Japanese exchange student last year. We also had another one last year and we really enjoyed having her and it was a really great experience, not only for her, but for us as well. We met up with her in Japan and had lots of fun. What was it like actually seeing her in her environment as opposed to being in Australia? Because it's like all of a sudden you're in there yeah. where they feel comfortable. It was really interesting. It's kind of like she just she just felt at home, which is, you know, she was at home. Yeah. But it was just <laughs> it was just really Funny interesting <laughs> seeing her using chopsticks and talking in Japanese freely and it was interesting seeing a different point of view, someone else's life. Now, Japan is not the only place that you have been to overseas. <laughs> you you guys get around. We do. <laughs> How many different countries have you been to, do you think? Quite a few. Mm-hmm. A lot, actually. <laughs> We've been to Hong Kong, Singapore, New Zealand, Vanuatu, New Caledonia. We went to Europe for three months in 2014. Wow. So mum's a teacher, so she just homeschooled me and Harrison. Harrison's your cat. No, my brother. I'm kidding. Younger brother. (laughs) 
And I just <laughs> well, my cat's name's actually Slinky Malinky. So Slinky Malinky. Yeah, that's my okay. nice name. Harry McClary, you know. And uh, okay, um, I didn't know that. There you go. <laughs> What's the most memorable place you've been to? If there's one place you could return to, what would that be? Well, I'm actually part Italian, so my dad's side's Italian, mm. and we come from a tiny little village in near Venice. Right. And so this village has about 400 people and 382 of them have my surname. No. No, Really? That's that's not really. It is true. Um, I don't know how that happened, but they all have my surname. So one day we went down to Stoccoretto, the town's called, and we just had the most amazing day. Family everywhere that we didn't know just feeding us non-stop and showing us Stockeretta. So they were related to you? Yeah, well, somehow. Oh. But yeah, they were, they were all related to us. But it was just you really... It's like the biggest extended cousins family get together amazing. ever. They actually have a Bow family reunion every four years or so. Oh, no. Why do they need Stockerata? to? They just need to gather in the town square. I know, but, you know, because we're all around the world, so we all just come together and celebrate. But it was amazing. There was only one of them that spoke English. And oh. so even though we didn't speak the same language it was amazing just communicating with them and talking to them you know using your hands like Italians do (laughs) it was great we saw my grandfather's home where he used to live in his house before he moved over to Australia and it was just a really memorable day wow now um Sarah yes you're you're not a big traveler no but unless you count seeing all of Adelaide as traveling which I do do you? I do. Oh, I wouldn't. Why not? Um, it's just where I live, you know? You see you see these places every day. I don't count it as travelling. Well, I think you've got to travel from place to place. And there's like a whole <laughs> bunch of different... Because, look, there are people, and I'm not definitely counting you and your family in, yeah. a, in this, Amelia, but I'm saying that there are people that think that the only way that you can travel is by going out, like literally being on a plane and traveling outside. But there is like literally so much mm-hmm. to do and so much to see. That some people don't even realize. They think no. that Adelaide has nothing to offer. No, or, or even regional sort of like South Australia and, yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, even a place like you, you said you were recently up in Stirling. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It's a lot more quiet than the CBD, so it's a lot more it fun is. to it's be It's true. There. But it really does feel like, if, if you go to Stirling or around that area, it really does feel like you've gone to a different yeah. kind of place completely. You wouldn't believe sometimes, that you're on the freeway, literally. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes when I come home, I go, oh, we were still in South Australia, because I think we've gone to a totally different place. So it's mm. really, it's really cool. We're going to be chatting about lots more stuff. We're going to be talking about debating. We're going to be talking about social media. And I want, I want to talk about that as a big macro issue, not a kind of like, a, oh, what's such you want? I would be talking like, oh, social media. Let's let's break this down in, a, in get, a debating, in a, even a debating. Let's get into the detail. <laughs> let's let's get into this. Let's seriously get in this. Old harsh reality. <laughs> not the sunny side of it. <laughs> We've also got music from Bianca and Imagine Dragons. But right now, this is Jess Malvoy. You're listening to RHD 107.9 Life. Oh, That's Jess Malvoy. You're listening to RHD 107.9 Life. Bianca and Imagine Dragons on the way in the next 10 minutes. You guys are both in debating. And I we think are. that's rad. Yeah. Because I think for people who have to learn how to, you know, affect the direction of the world as we go forward, the skill and art of, of- learned academic debate is really important. 
That was deep. I know, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was really deep. I feel that, that came from where I live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that debating's just a great experience because you get to put your ideas and your views out there and you really get to just argue. Which is kind of <laughs> not, fun. Not, not, not shouting like. You can't. You can't um, just stand there and emote though. No, you can't you just can't. go. Uh, the point that the second speaker said was bad, and I don't like you. And <laughs> I'm sitting down. Yeah. Stop me. <laughs> no, you. You can't really do that. It's more of the. You have to use your words in a clever way to kind of enchant the audience. Yes. So Tell what's them that? Your view is right. So what's the next? debate that you guys are going to do um so basically the topic um is that being left home alone at 10 years it's too young oh okay yeah that's all right and what what side are you guys on negative so we're saying saying that it isn't too young yes okay how would you i mean because i don't know i mean what do you guys really think um i think it just uh, it depends on the child um you know you can't tell by looking at somebody that they're too mature you can't put unt- an age no on it you don't truly. think so no, no. I mean, too young. like you could you could have a seven-year-old that was really mature oh you can't leave a seven-year-old home I know, alone but no, no matter if you go well because you know what it's if like they're really mature and they know what to do in an emergency what are you gonna do uh, okay like there's a whole because there's a whole different raft of emergencies that can happen <laughs> some that can be dealt with by a seven-year-old as in um, I think the carpet's talking to me. No, it's not. <laughs> Deal with the emergency. Through to, like, the house burns down but, or something. Like, yeah, what's a seven-year-old going to do? Carbly get out the fire extinguisher? No, but no, I think they would know that they would have to call you for zero. Like, I personally think that they would know not to use anything fire-related when yeah. there's no parents no, at home. No ovens, no kettle, no stove. If their parents are leaving them alone... At home, then there must be some sort of rule that you're not allowed to use kettle, stove, boiling water, microwave, whatever. But what if there's like an electrical fault or something and that causes a fire? Or like the house next door catches fire and it like sets fire to your house? Well, the kids should know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) They they should just know what to do. (laughs) So they're like these little mini Bruce Willis diehard characters that know exactly what to do in an emergency. But how are you going to... Okay, so... Okay, okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. I really think so. How are you going to justify this in a debate, though? Because it can't just be a seven-year-old would know what to do. We can't pick a... You can't pick an age. You can't pick the middle in a debate. You have to pick either yes or no. No. There is no maybe, depends on the kid, blah, blah, blah. So what what arguments are you going to put forward? Well, I have some arguments about... Like how times and stuff. So talking about how, like when my parents and grandparents were alive, they would just oh they're still alive. But you know when they were children, they would go and they'd be home by dinner, and that's all the parents cared about. They could do. They had a whole lot more freedom, and I think over time, parents have just gotten really cautious with their kids, and you know helicopter parents. So always hovering, always looking after, and kids don't really learn that way no i would agree with you i think that you know sometimes you see kids crossing the road even at you know sort of like you know year five six Mm -hmm. age whatever and they'll walk into a row without looking where they're going because they're so used to a parent directing them them. going yes you can cross no you can't cross and yeah again like 
you know, I remember when I was little and that was a, something that you you learned as you kind of went along from crossing roads on your own. It's a it's a controversial point, you guys. Like, this is a hard one to do. It'd be, it'd be a lot easier, I think, to be on the other side yeah. of that argument. Another point I made is that there's not one law in Australia that indicates what age you can or can't leave your child at home alone. Yeah. There is one, that, uh, according to the... Queensland Criminal Code, you can leave your children at home, just not for an unreasonable amount of time. Okay. And I think the question we ask is, what is unreasonable? What is Do they say what a reasonable or unreasonable no, amount of time is? they don't. They just, I think that unreasonable yeah. is like overnight or like if their parents are going away or like, but like a couple of hours, one or two hours shouldn't be a problem. You know what I really, just as a bit of a sidebar to this, this conversation, what I love about this, about people doing debating, especially when they're younger, is that it's teaching people and making people think about the alternate side of any argument that they have. Because so often now, especially, you know, we were talking about social media before we're going to talk about it in just a second, but people get in these kind of echo chamber conversations where they just argue some point with people who agree with them and it's always completely one-sided without looking at the other side of the situation. What we really need to be doing, I think, um, as a, I don't know, society or country or whatever, is really getting a sense of what the counter arguments to anything that we say are going oh actually on the other hand because people don't say that enough anymore yeah, so people, people don't say on the other hand blah blah you've got a good point people about this people stick with one thing that they think is true and I don't actually think of what other people think as well they just go yeah. I stick with this one because it's like it's how I feel yeah. it's like I feel this point of view so this point of view is right they don't know. take the time to explore and consider the other options they're just so right man yeah they're kind of so right they just, like, just stick with their well, own. I believe with this and that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. We're, we're going to be chatting about social media though in a sec. We've also got music from Imagine Dragons and Harry Styles, but right now this is Bianca. Absolutely love this one. Crank it up. You are listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. That was Imagine Dragons. You're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. Harry Styles up next. We were just chatting about social media. Amelia, you're against the idea of social media. I am a bit really. It's Why? Well, controversial view these days, of course. (laughs) It's like social media isn't something you're for or against. It's just different levels of engagement in it, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, I don't really see a need for it. I mean, I think people have really turned... They're not talking to each other. They're talking through a screen. Yeah. And so tone is getting lost and things like that. And so we're just all kind of getting into fights about it and I don't really see the point of it. I mean, I'm allowed it, but I don't want to get it. So for you guys at the moment, what's the social media platform that is the one that people are getting and communicating through? I feel like it's either Instagram or Snapchat. Yeah, it's Instagram or Snapchat. Okay, so yeah. Facebook and no, Twitter, not. Apparently they're Facebook can... is for old people. Yeah, it's for old people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. So, okay, Snapchat. Okay, so I'm not, I've never had anything to do with Snapchat. Neither have I. But isn't the whole nature of Snapchat that it all happens so transiently? It's like, it's on, then yeah, it's off. It's, yeah. What kind of happens is, is I think you take a picture of or yourself, a video. like a half face of yourself i don't know okay. and then you kind of send it to someone and don't you have they, to personalize it with some dog thing or something yeah like that. and some you can pick who you want to send it to and you can't you kind of create like a story and right then you send it to them and then they can open it up they see it for two seconds and then it's gone so you're saying amelia 
this isn't legitimate communication. No. This isn't conversation. It's not. It's it's not conversation. It's not healthy conversation. It's they not helping you in any way. Yeah. They haven't actually realised the reality of the real world and what actually happens on social media. How do you mean? Like these days, social media isn't really used to um, isn't really used to express what you do throughout your day. It's more to argue with people and to judge, be judgmental of other people. I really don't think that's a good thing. One of the things that I learned this year about social media was Instagram. Once you post, because you got to agree to the terms and conditions before you sign up. No one ever reads the no. terms and conditions. I you mean, just skip who would? It. It's like six pages of useless information. Mm. But it's not useless. That's the thing. When you post a picture on Instagram, Instagram owns that picture. And so there's been stories about Instagram selling these pictures to other companies mm. and not asking for your permission oh. or giving you any money for it because you don't own that photo anymore and you yeah. signed up to those terms and conditions and uh, people just don't know that. This is actually really amazing though that both of you feel this way because this isn't a common view. Well, or I don't not, be- I don't no. believe it's a common view. No. no. It's not you you feel that your view is uncommon as well? No, no uh, not at all. Every kid like a teenager, every kid our age wants social media because they believe will make them more popular, get more friends, have a boyfriend. But that's not true because ultimately if you're going to make any kind of relationship with anyone, you have to do that face-to-face with a person anyway. I even feel weird texting people sometimes, you know what I mean? Because you're missing out. Like if you spend too much time, I think, like texting or whatever and not actually having conversation with people, you really do feel like there's kind of like a deficit of human connection in in your life. That's, That's how I feel anyway. Yeah, social media is very powerful. It is. It's got a lot of power over people and it can scare people as well yeah. mm. and make them do things that can affect them in later life. Yeah. I mean, you guys are thinking about it in a much more kind of balanced way. I'm not saying that social media is right or wrong or anything no. like that, um, but it's just kind of, I think that it does, use of it needs to be considered and not just leapt into and going, yeah. oh, yep, all on. As soon as you wake up, you're on your phone checking your social media throughout the day and as soon as you're in bed, you're on your phone going through your social media. Yeah, that's not. That's no way to, to, to live a productive life for yourself for the things that you want to achieve. And I don't see the point of having it because, I mean, if you don't see what your friends are doing on the weekend, does it matter? I mean, it doesn't matter at all. You don't need to know what people are doing Well, not if you're seven. in New Caledonia or New Zealand or and something she's, like I that, just, Amelia. And she's, getting, and she's getting a really nice tan up. And I don't tan. I don't tan. Oh. Time for some new music. This is Harry Styles. You're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. That was Harry Styles. You're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. It's been fantastic fun having you guys on today. Thank you. Really great. I haven't, you know, it's been, what, about 12 months or so since yeah, you guys were on so. last time? Yeah, um, And we've hit up some really um, big topics. I mean, we, we just, <laughs> we, we, we grabbed social media by the <laughs> horns and went for it. <laughs> Helicopter parenting, we've done <laughs> uh, all, all sorts of stuff. It's been really great. So thank it's you, guys. It's been great being here. And a huge thank you to uh, Angelina and Caitlin, who did an amazing job of programming all the music for today. The music's been fantastic as well. I'm sure you agree. If you want to check out um, any of the stuff that we have talked about today, 
please jump onto our Facebook and our Instagrams. Look for IHD Radio. All the stuff is there. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast as well, you can jump onto that on iTunes and SoundCloud. We are here on uh, IHD on 107.9 Live every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Uh, stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music. And we will see you again in a couple of days. Bye. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.